something that's something that's been on my mind that I, I would like to share. I have this thought that there are 7.6 billion people on the planet. There's only one Dominic. There's only one James. So if if me and you, if we try to be anybody else, we're 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 going to fail at it. But if we try to be ourselves, authentically you, authentically me, with this muffled voice I have here, right? If I am me, I can do all right at that. So I would say to your listeners, get out there, be yourself, be authentically, relentlessly. My uh, author, my Evelyn Van Ness, that's what she says, be relentlessly yourself. So get out there by whatever means necessary. Be you. Um, You matter. Do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story? If so, this podcast is for you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Hey, come on in again. It's time for us to get some inspiration, motivation. It's time for us to get, you know, full of what we can so we can help the next person coming out that we know is struggling. All right, we are all going to struggle sometime in life. Let's help the next person learn what we went through and educate, help them get through their situation. Hey, today our guest, hey, it's going to be, this going to be good. It's going to be fun. All right. Uh, he's a, a publisher, author, storyteller founder of the inspiration of platform motivation champs now see we're already talking in my area when we're talking about champs all right his greatest accomplishments he said is his two children and he aspires to be the best husband and father he can be all right his motivational camps uh champs share inspiration smiles and positivity 24 7 to help others do the same he believes accomplish through publishing screenwriting and a large social media footprint. Let's get started with our guest today. Yeah, we just get all fired up. Let's learn some stuff about getting published and getting your story out there. This is a Dominic uh, Damaski. You got I think it, James. I was right? I think you, it was close. You're good, man. Dominic Damaski, James. I'm honored to be on here with the professor. Hey, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, we realized uh, we both got a common. A friend here, a person, uh, you know, personally, I just met uh, one time uh, doing an interview with him. And and so, Brian, so, uh, Brian, hope you're doing good, man. Uh, We interviewed, uh, oh, shoot, it's been two years ago. So we need to get with you and uh, do an update. So and go from there. What's happening happening now section? There you go. There you go. Yeah, what's happening now? So, and uh, and, and thank you for sharing your trailer with your screenplay with, uh, Brian and you, and uh, we uh, we talk about that later on. All right, Dominic, I'm like you, storytelling. Everybody has a story. Let's find a way to get it out there. Uh, mm. Again, I'm, I'm I'm firm believer that people need to get it on paper, whether it's uh, typing in computer or handwriting it, and whether they want to get it published or not, uh, that's up to them. But at least get it out, and that way the next generation of your people following can see how you used to live and how you struggled and how you overcame and give them examples of it uh, from there. And then uh, who knows, uh, get it out there, publish it. Uh, maybe uh, someone get a screenplay off of it and, 
And so, yeah, it's a lot of things to go. And again, it releases a lot of stress, anxiety, uh, releases some emotions they've been holding back. And so I'm a firm believer they need to get it out there. Oh, I'm right there with you, man. I, and for me, I would start off this interview saying we all have a story to share, right? And however you share it, whether that's through podcast, whether that's writing letters to 10 pen pals, whether it's uh, writing a book, doing screenplays, jumping on a podcast, clubhouse, whatever method you want to use. But get out there and share that story. It, it will make a difference. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. It's not necessarily you have to write it out and everything. Yep, if you feel more comfortable speaking on a podcast or contacting a radio show or doing your own YouTube uh, something oh. and feel more comfortable doing it that way, again, that's just as great as putting it out on paper. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah, and in today's world, people consume content, content so many different ways that sometimes if you consider, well, I'm not going to use YouTube. I'm only going to share my story here. I'm only go I'm going to write this book and I'm not going to share it on social media. So when it gets to helping authors, one of the things that I really want is I try to help them share their story as many ways as they can possibly share that story. Yeah. The, there's a, uh, what do they say? There's 10,000 ways to skin a cat. Yeah. Right. And, and no so, right you know, way. Uh, that's right. And so, uh, 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 yeah, the more you get it out, the, uh, better the opportunity of anything coming and where did that saying come from well and uh, i heard somebody say one time because i used to always growing up here and there's more than one way to skin a cat and then one day i heard somebody say ten thousand ways to skin a cat so who know i don't know where i got it from <laughs> i don't remember so all right all right dominic gonna let you uh take charge here and um Talk about uh, the uh, storytelling and how you came up with your motivation champs and uh, going from there. Honored to. And how I came up with it was a lot of failures, a lot of getting punched, a lot of we talk lately. I've been on, I've been thinking about this thought that we all talk about all our successes and we don't talk about our failures and there's so many people hurting right now. They look out at social media and they see, look how successful these people are. They're at Disney World or they're on a vacation or they bought a new car. Well, I would tell you that I've failed a thousand times. I'll probably fail 10,000 more. So I had a restaurant, went broke in the restaurant business. I was in my 20s. I got a job at the time. I even went toward, I uh, had a paper route just to make it by. And I had been a student of inspiration and I started studying these Del Carnegie's and Norman Vincent Peale's and Tony Robbins. And the more I struggled, the more I read the Bible, all these other, all these books like that. I just studied and consumed and tried to learn from the Napoleon Hills and the uh, John C. Maxwell's and all these guys like this. But what, really happened is I started implementing their teachings into my own life. And now at first, well, it's trial and error. And then the more you do something, the stronger you become and that the persistence muscle built. And so I wrote my first book. I took me about seven years to write the first book. And now I've helped hundreds of people, but I made every mistake there was. And I, I started sharing my story. 
But what I really learned real quick, James, is everybody has a story. James has a story. Brian P. Swift, who you mentioned, has a story. And I started thinking, if I really want to help share inspiration and motivation, there's more stories out there. And the best way would be to, I'm almost like a diamond miner at this point. Like I find these people with great stories and help them share their story. And then by, by doing that, we can impact even more people. And that's probably the root of the motivation champs. And I'm like you that uh, for people to relate, you need to share your failures. You need to share where your struggles are because if you all of a sudden you're saying, yeah, Hey, I'm the number one best out there. You wouldn't believe how that happened. But, uh, and then to just tell all the great things people are going, but how did you get to the great things? What happened? But if they can be, they can uh, be more realistic and more um, touching. Uh, what do we, what am I, what I'm trying to say? More uh, understanding, the uh, relatable. When you tell your struggles, and yeah. they're more relatable to you, and then they can understand how they can move forward. You know, if you're just jumping out there, you've already been there and gone, and you know, that's one thing. But come back and tell them what happened to get you there. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So, all right, and so uh, this um, motivational champs. This is um, you get a hold of people and you help them with screenplays or books, or is that what this is? All right. Well, so the root of motivation champs is we share inspiration, positivity, and smiles every day. So you'll see somebody. If they want to jump on Facebook and go to a motivation champs, you'll see us sharing. It could be a picture of a dog chasing its tail where it says, today I'm going to get my tail. It could be a parent that says, my kid got an A. We help you share inspiration. You're, you sharing that you lost 20 pounds or that you quit smoking or that you saw the perfect sunset today, that inspires other people. So we believe inspiration is like medicine and everybody takes it different. So we try to share whether it's something from Buddha, you know, or the Dalai Lama or David Goggins, somebody out running a hundred, hundred mile race. So every day, all day long on motivation champs, we share those types of posts. Other people come on and share whoever wants to share. We give you a platform. We give you a space. Now, when you talk about the screenplays or the publishing of books, that kind of thing, the there some people, 120 characters, a post on social media is not enough for them to share their message. So what we do is we help them take it to, okay, you're trying to share this message. You're trying to get it out to more people. What's the right way to do that? Maybe it's video. We go out and interview people. Me and my son have a series called Discovering Inspiration, where we go out and interview inspiring people. Maybe it's publishing of the book. Maybe by helping Harry Spade or uh, Brian P. Swift or somebody publish their book, they are able to share their message with more people. And then maybe some stories are better told on screen. So we started studying the screenplay business, the movie business. Um, we do a lot of videos, but and started thinking, well, for the people that are consuming their video content, they are still looking for inspiration. You can Google and you'll see 
thousands, millions of people out there looking for inspirational content. And so we try to um, be there as well. Well, people are hurting and they're looking a way to get healed. And yeah, there's a lot of search on inspiration, motivation, something that's upbeat that's going to give them a little edge. Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah, I love listening to uh, that Norman Vincent Pell. Yeah, mm. oh, uh, I like going to some of his old stuff on the YouTube and uh, just listening to him. And uh, man, it, it's, 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 it's um, powerful. Uh, yeah. back then uh, but it's still the same same message it was still as powerful today even though it was done way long time ago yeah. mm-hmm. the message so. the message stands like so even some of those like del carnegie books and the napoleon hill written a hundred years ago and even a, a message like the you know from the Buddhist monks or something like that, that were 2000 years old. The, those messages still stand the messages of hope and um, kindness and things like that. Yeah. And so um, now what's this, uh, let's jump a little ahead here with uh, Brian, uh, your friend and our, our friend that um, y'all have come up with a little screenplay. And so if you want to tell some people about this and we'll definitely put the link in, in the show notes for people to go watch it. And okay, I watched cool. it the other day. It was uh, very powerful. I, I enjoyed it. Of course, maybe because I'm in a wheelchair, I relate a little bit, but uh, it, it, again, it, it's going to show people that even though they may not be in a wheelchair, it's an example of what they can do to help step up. Absolutely. And I want to, Brian is a dear friend of mine. I've even stayed over at his house in Chicago when we first started writing together and things like that. I hosted a podcast, not this, um, not as cool of a podcast as the Professor of Perseverance, but back in the day, I hosted a podcast and I met this I'll, gentleman. I'll put that $20 bill in the mail to you for that uh, little little comment. Thank you. Hey, here we go. Yes, <laughs> 20 at a time. So I hosted a podcast. I had Brian on as a guest one time. He, he killed it. Super inspiring guy. He had broken his neck playing high school football back in the day. He's C5, C6, quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. But but that was only a part of his story. He had adopted three children. He had kayaked. He had um, participated in uh, marathons. He had uh, succeeded in the corporate world, hunted, fished, all kinds of stuff like this. And what the really the thing that really resonated with me at the time was Brian was a hell of a dad. And after we got, I was struggling with some issues at the time. After we got off the podcast, we just talked. And we became friends. This is five, six years ago. And he's, so a couple of weeks later, I, I was working on something. And I said to him, I said, hey, we took giving me some fatherly advice. I said, we should write a book on fatherhood. He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. And this was early on in my publishing. I, as soon as he said, yeah, I called another guy. And I said, hey, we should write a book. And then I had two guys. And then, then so that was, so the first thing we did was we wrote a book with about 20 dads on fatherhood. And that was the where we first started to meet each other. But over the years, I've come to know what a strong guy he is, what a leader he is. We've done more books. He, he has called himself the quad father. Uh, he's a quadriplegic that just unapologetically lives his life, says what he says, 
and will stand up for what he believes in. So he, he wrote this book. It was at one point kind of like his life story, The Quad Father. And then he came to me a few years later and he said, I have this idea for a comic book about a superhero in a wheelchair. And mm-hmm. in his and and I'm like, that's a good idea, but we should write the screenplay. So once we started to write the screenplay, you know, like as I said earlier, how could you get this to the most amount of people? So Brian, when we started writing his screenplay, he said, okay, but he doesn't get bit by a spider. He doesn't take a pill that makes him walk. He's not an echo in an echo skeletal suit or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Let's make let's make him super in the chair. So we wrote a story where a man just like me or you had to make a choice to be a hero in all our lives, whether you're a single mom figuring out how to provide for your children, whether you're a father who all of a sudden lost his wife, something like that, and now you have to provide, we make a choice to be a hero. And that's what this story is about. This gentleman had to make a choice to protect the city and those he loves. And that was it. And so who knows where it will go. So we wrote the screenplay and then what you're going to tag, what you'll tag here is it's a link to it. It's a concept trailer saying some people, I could tell you this story. Well, how could somebody, how could somebody in a wheelchair be a hero? Well, it's that choice. And so the screen, the, the concept teaser that you'll see is for the people that maybe they don't, maybe they, they hear what I'm saying and they don't believe it. And this was another way to show for anybody that were, maybe they're saying, well, you're, you have a screenplay, but I can't see how this is even possible. And that was a, a teaser to the concept that we had written. Yeah. And um, yeah, Brian and I, I can't remember who reached out first on LinkedIn because we have a similar story. We both got our neck broke playing football. And so uh, I think, I think Brian reached out, but I can't remember who first. And yet, and um, yeah, amazing gentleman. I had him on my podcast years ago. Uh, Then I had to shut my podcast down because I got sick and then I restarted. So we're, we're at where we are now. And so I need to get it back on, uh, get it, like I said, what's happening now going on that yeah. situation. But yeah, he's, he's an amazing man. I really enjoyed meeting with him that day and, and talking. So, yep. Brian, we're coming to get you again, buddy. So mm-hmm. hang in there. We're coming to grab you. So, um, hi, Dominique. So, um, how do, um, when you working with these people and is it your own like publishing company and stuff like that you're, you're doing? Yeah. A hundred percent. My own publishing company. I, what we really do with people is figure out where they're trying to go and then give them the tools and resources to get where they, where they want to be. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different paths. There's a lot of scammers out there and things like that. I've, I've made all the mistakes as an author, made <laughs> Maybe not all of them, but pretty much most of them. And so, if my you're like goal, me, you made them twice. Yeah, so. I probably, yeah, yeah, a lot. So my goal as a publisher was to really help them not make the same mistakes that that I made. And now we, as the company grows, we help more and more people, and uh, really can are confident enough to say what we need to say to encourage them, but also be firm when maybe tough love is what's, what's needed, but 
we 24 seven, that's what we do, helping people find different ways to share their story. Oh, <laughs> I'm listening as you're listening, uh, as you're talking, it remind me of, uh, I think it's, uh, oh, can't think of the comedian and he did a, um, a, uh, handicapped hero and I think it was called handyman, handyman. He's in this handicapped blue color, you know, the handicapped blue they use, uh, from head to toe and he has the wheelchair thing on him, but and he walked, uh, like cerebral palsy and he, he would go into like a bathroom. There's a, a normal person using the handicap stall. And then he's going, no, you can't. And, and he goes in, rips the door off and everything. And it's handyman. So it was pretty care. I forgot, forgot who did who did it. We had to look that up one day. But yeah, go search on uh, YouTube and look for handyman. And uh, you'll be able to see the uh, episode I talked about. It's it pretty funny. So. All right, so there's plenty of ways that they can be a hero, uh, whether it's uh, fighting the evil, being mo- uh, being dad or mom, you know, uh, of a family and everything. There's plenty of ways just to be a hero. It doesn't necessarily have to be going all out of the way, extraordinary uh, from there. So, you know, you can be the silent hero uh, from there. And so, yeah, so uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is... Um, well, I have no idea what I'm saying now. Well, and, jump, and in, the, jump in for me. And I got you. I got. And I got the loss of training. In the in the case of this, in the case of the hero in this story, he he basically runs a, a community center in Chicago, and he has to. Chicago is being overrun at the time by gang violence and things like that, and he is trying to protect the members of the community center that he loves and things like that. So he, in his case, he had this guy, sometimes you do have to put up your dukes and fight. And in this case, this is a gentleman that puts up his dukes and um, backs up what he believes. And there's going to be times in life where we will be tested, you know, uh, whether it's uh, fighting or whatnot, but standing up for what is right. Yeah, and, and sometimes so the fight is here, you know. Sometimes the fight is here. Sometimes it's just an altercation of just verbal to stand up. But sometimes it's uh, physically, and and it's going to happen. Uh, but you're going to it, people are going to be tested to do the right thing during the right time. That's right. Make the make the harder right is what I want to say. Like if I was to talk to my children and stuff. The character, the measure of a man or woman is when you stand up when it's not the popular decision, when it's not yeah. what everybody else is doing, when that, yeah. when it is the a small percent of the population, well, we could just forget about them, but, or we could stand up because it's not right. And so protecting those, using your resources, your tools, your, abil- your ability to protect those that maybe like the elderly that could use a little more help. Yeah. Yeah. And then we could, we can always be the, again, the silent hero. Again, I can't go mow my neighbor's yard cause I'm in a wheelchair. All right. But I could find someone to go do it for, for me to help her out uh, from there. So we, we don't have to, and, and I'm a firm, a, fir, a firm believer that um, we're on this big ball of dirt. And mm-hmm. one reason, I don't know all the purposes, all the reasons, but one big I would say a huge one is to help 
our fellow man or help our fellow humans yeah. uh, from there and fellow, fellow other creatures. You know, you got uh, a dog stuck wearing uh, somewhere go get that dog out and help them. You know, so I'm a big animal lover as well. I'm not, I, 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 I'm a big animal lover, but I'll tell you right now, I think snakes are beautiful creatures, but I don't want to play with them. That's okay. two of us. So uh, I think they're beautiful, but yeah, they're not for me to play with, but the other people that have missed pets and whatever else, more power to you. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, a huge hero is one to helps take care of uh, the, these other creatures, God's creatures. Yeah. So, so, all right. Um, so I, I'm uh, like you. So what other platforms might you um, try to encourage someone to hop on other than just, screenplaying or writing a book what else is out there for someone to look into oh please i mean i think one i think that those books and screenplays anybody can do it you have the ability to when i say you can tell your story just keep moving forward write stuff down on a piece of paper but even let's go let's go day one if somebody wants to share their story, how about try Facebook? How about share a picture of you completing your 5K? How about a picture of your bushes that you just trimmed that look perfect? Your the rose bush you saw on the way into work that day. So again, it doesn't have to be something like we were talking superhero events. It's right. trimming the bushes, yeah. finishing an event. And I, I like what you're saying here. Not a lot of people are writers, so take a snapshot of something. Yeah, and, it's pra- it's practice. It. Yeah, yeah, number one. So the one, if you have a message to share, find whatever way you can to share it. And so what I mean is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You want to do TikToks? Well, there's people looking for content on the inspirational or whatever. Learning, they want to learn how to fish. You could do it on TikTok. You could do it on Instagram, YouTube, wherever. So. Whatever story I'm going to tell you, you now, Dominic, uh, I, I enjoy fishing and everything, but I drown worms more than I actually catch fish. Yeah, I'm not too good at it either. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I, I try to take a, a fish great, off of uh, Yeah, there's a great ease about being in Mother Nature's backyard and just relaxing. And mm-hmm. if I catch anything, it's just a bonus. Yeah. Every time I try to take a fish off a hook, they all seem to have giant teeth. <laughs> so, all right, hop in to, to, with your other uh, platforms oh, possible. Okay, so a new one that's emerging right now is Clubhouse. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's putting yourself out there. If you're going to start putting yourself out there, let's say a book. It's a perfect example. Someday you say, well, I want to write a book. I am going to challenge you first to put yourself out there on forms of social media. I'm not saying everything. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying tell the same story, but if you can't put yourself out there, if you're not comfortable putting yourself out there for 30 seconds or one line to put yourself out there with a 50,000 word book or a hundred thousand word book, that's a big ask. You should try to put yourself out there, those other places first and see how you feel when you don't get the feedback, you don't get the likes, you don't get the whatever that is. And also if your message is pure, so I do videos all the time that have no, let's say no feedback. If I got zero, but if I'm proud of that message and one person viewed it or one person liked it, 
okay, I won that day. So earlier on, I said my message is to really share inspiration, positivity, and smiles every day. That's the goal. So if I leave the professor of perseverance today and one person says, hey, you know, I smiled a little bit today, or now I think I can write a book, or now I, I'm going to go share that. I'm going to go share the perfect lines in my front yard when I cut the grass. Hey, that's a, that's an accomplishment. Hey, my lines aren't that perfect. So if, if I leave that day and one person has a better day because of it, I, I win. And that's how people should look at whatever that meant. If, if it is, if it's how to make cookies and one person realizes that they should turn the oven down or preheat it first, and now they didn't burn the cookies and their family smiled sitting around the table eating cookies, well, that person won that day. So it's really understanding what am I trying to do here? Well, at the end of the day, I just want people to know my cookie recipe so they can make them for their family. You didn't need a thousand people to see it. You, With one person, you created that difference and um, made an impact. Do you think, uh, as you're talking about this, it makes me think a lot about my grandparents, how much easier uh, they may have had it because all they were just cooking to stay alive, to be with the, and they're just themselves. They're not worrying about the world or everything. They're worried about them just being as happy as possible as a family and uh, helping their neighbors. Whereas today we've got so much stuff at their fingertips. Like you said, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and we're worried about trying to get out to the world. And so do you think maybe we just possibly overcomplicate things when we just need to keep it simple? First, I want to thank that generation before us. And the thing that I'm, I've heard the statement before, we rise on the shoulders of the generation before us. So yeah, they had, they had it but they had it tough when they were working in the back. Exactly, exactly. They were building the steel buildings and the bridges and, and the dams and those things that now provide us with these luxuries. So they had it very difficult in other ways. It may be a, a more laborious. And so uh, the laws that we have today, the benefits that we have today, the roads and things like that are all based on them. So now we take it and try to make a better world for our children. Well, maybe it, maybe it's healthcare. Maybe it's, maybe it's internet. So me and you can talk today where you're in Nashville and I'm in Pittsburgh. We are benefiting. Now I met, I met, I met you because of work that's done before. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes, yeah, we're, we definitely overcomplicate things, but also it's, it's all relative. I think um, it's all perception, how you look at things and what side of the bed you wake up on each day and uh, somewhat a choice. Now, so you're author of uh, several books, but you said your newest one here is uh, about your mother. Yeah, I I appreciate you sharing that. And this is a book I'm proud of. I had uh, probably retired from writing because I spend my time really encouraging the authors, making sure they're um, out and about, that their books are strong. But over COVID, almost cathartically, I started to write. My mom has Alzheimer's and she's had it for about 10 years. And right before COVID, we had to make the decision. She had taken a very bad fall and 
was really struggling and we had to make a decision to put her in a home that sucked. Right. And I, we probably still have guilt over it. And then COVID hit and then the world shut down. Then we couldn't see her for months and months at a time. So it was a story that I didn't know. I didn't even know what I was going to do with the book when I started writing it. I didn't, I, there was no ending. Like most of the time I would, I would ask what's the beginning. What's the middle. What's the end. What's the win. I had no idea. Because I had no clue, so not the best way to write a book. Definitely not a timely way to write a book. But I wrote this and just wanted to tell. I started to think. Well, my mom was so my mom was always there for me when I was a little kid and had arms the size of this, and kids picked on me, and um, I cried and was bullied or talked like I had mush in my mouth. My mom was my biggest supporter. And so I wanted to write a book about her beauty, her light, what mm-hmm. she meant to the world as more than a victim of disease. And that's that's what the book is. And hopefully that um, family struggling with a loved one with Alzheimer's, really what you wanted, I want them to know is they're not alone. It's sometimes they're left to deal with that disease in the shadows because you don't want to admit that your loved ones are breaking down, that they're not who they used to be, that they're being robbed of their dignity and their mind. It's hard to let the outside world in on that, but I just wanted them to know that. Well, being open and authentic, uh, again, people be more relatable to it. So they're not alone. Then sugarcoating. Yeah. The, the good stuff and, passing over the you know the other the negative stuff with it so my mother just turned 82 yesterday so happy birthday mom again and she's got the dementia foggy mind going she can tell you anything 50 years ago just you tell her something five minutes ago and she has no clue anymore Mm -hmm. and so um and I'm, i'm like you right now we're blessed that she's moved in with me so we can keep her out of a home as long as possible and I'm not looking forward that day, but it might come. And, you know, we just have to make what we think is best for her and best for me being in a wheelchair. And so, but uh, yeah, I think you're, you and your family were strong to keep mom as home as much as possible, as long as possible. Uh, but uh, don't beat yourself up too bad. You just got to know that you did the right thing for her overall to put yeah. her in a uh, place that's going to be more helping than what y'all can provide. And so that's, that's how I got to look at it if, it if it comes at that time with us too. So I, I have this feeling that whether it's fatherhood, whether it's helping my mom, it's if I make a decision out of love with their best interest in mind, then, you know, like I, I have guilt, but knowing when I, that the decision I made was, out of love and with their best interest in mind. I didn't know COVID was going to hit. Oh, yeah. There was going to be lockdowns and things like that. But anything we do, if we can make that decision out of love with somebody's best interest in mind, I think we can still sleep um, yes. peacefully at night. There you go. Hey, man, brother. Hey, uh, Dominic, appreciate you being here. Hey, man. Hey, uh, go ahead and give your uh, website, any other social media, anything else you want to discuss on people to find you, uh, how they can uh, connect with you. Sure. I, I, I'm appreciative of you. Thank you, James. Uh, you can find me at 
anywhere you look, we are trying to be, it's called Motivation Champs. So if you look on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook groups, uh, Twitter, website, it's all Motivation Champs. And what we really do is share inspiration 24-7. We would love you to come and share your story in any capacity. Come hang out with us. Come comment, like, share, whatever you're into. Share your videos. Share your pictures. we just um, trying to build a, a stronger, supportive community. Let people know, you know, this is a safe place where um, there's, there's, there's no negativity here. It's all positive vibes. Amen, brother. And we'll put the information in the... Uh show notes and stuff, make it easier for people to click on to come find you and things. So, all right, Dominic, we know there's uh, people hurting and struggling out there. If you can leave us with a positive message to help them get through today, that'd be a blessing. Okay. Something that's something that's been on my mind that I, I would like to share. I have this thought that there are 7.6 billion people on the planet. There's only one Dominic. There's only one James. So if, if me and you, if we try to be anybody else, well, we're, we're, we're going to fail at it. But if we try to be ourselves, authentically you, authentically me, with this muffled voice I have here, right? If I am me, I can do all right at that. So I would say to your listeners, get out there, be yourself, be authentically, relentlessly. My uh, author, my Evelyn Van Ness, that's what she says. Be relentlessly yourself. So get out there by whatever means necessary. Be you. Um, you matter. Only you can be you. No one else can be you. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Dominic, hey, thank you for getting here uh, again. If you talk to Brian before I do, tell him I say hello, and we will get in touch with him to get him back on here. And so everyone else, say hey, thank you. Be sure to share this to someone you know that uh, has a story and maybe they want a way to get it out and they just hadn't figured it out and they can contact Dominic to get their message out there to help the world. Hey, everybody else. I'm Dr. James Perdue, the professor of perseverance. Thank you for coming in on the professor of perseverance podcast. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week. That's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at professorofperseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.